Good morning, it's Monday the 28th of March It's Eat Something on a Stick Day Happy birthday Michael Parkinson, Lady Gaga, Tim Lovejoy and Vince Vaughn The war in Ukraine continued across the weekend with Russian missile attacks on an oil refinery and a military facility in the western city of Lviv. That's caused concern among the population of what was seen as a safe city, as Maria Mensensiva, a member of Parliament of Lviv, explains. There is no more secure place in Ukraine. For the moment, we still face very harsh difficulties with securing the humanitarian corridors. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky did an interview with Russian journalists on Sunday where he laid out the damage done to Ukraine and warned that any proposal for a neutral Ukraine as a condition of peace talks would have to be put to a referendum. The talks are due to resume on Monday in Turkey and Zelensky says he's looking for peace without delay. He also spoke directly to European leaders again requesting more tanks, planes and defence systems as the Russian assault continues. We did not ask for more and we do not ask for more. And we have already been waiting for 31 days. So who is running the Euro-Atlantic community? Is it still Moscow because of threats? U.S. President Joe Biden spent Friday and Saturday in Poland visiting U.S. troops and even having a slice of pizza with them as he inspected NATO defensive preparations. He also gave a major speech in Warsaw, emphasizing that the U.S. continues to stand with Ukraine and calling out Vladimir Putin's brutal attacks. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principles, hope and light, decency and dignity, freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain. The last line about Vladimir Putin remaining in power caused a diplomatic storm as some commentators saw it as a US calling for a regime change in Russia. European leaders expressed concern and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken attempted to clarify on Sunday. I think uh, the President, the White House, uh, made the point last night that quite simply uh, President Putin cannot be empowered. As you know, we do not have a strategy of regime change in Russia or anywhere else for that matter. It's up to of the Russian people. Vladimir, on the other hand, spent Sunday complaining that Russia was being cancelled, just like J.K. Rowling. Ireland continues to welcome Ukrainian refugees and some of those who've arrived here have started to organise medical help and support for those still in Ukraine. Dr. Katalina Kashorts, a Ukrainian GP, found Medical Help Ukraine who are now shipping vital medical equipment to hospitals and doctors in Ukraine. Some of the equipment has been donated by the HSC and Dr. Katalina says help is urgently needed. In the beginning of the invasion, uh, things weren't that bad because they weren't bombing the healthcare facilities directly. But in the last couple of weeks, they bombed over 100 healthcare facilities, so the need for uh, supporting the infrastructure there is much larger now. One of those helping out is Trinity College's Dr Luke O'Neill. This van is heading off directly to the border with Poland, and then Ukrainians come across and collect the supplies and bring them straight to hospitals, and it's a wonderful example actually of cutting out the middleman in many ways. As COVID cases remain stubbornly high, averaging over 20,000 a day last week, there's been increasing concern that the government is still not considering mask mandates and that due to the requirement for self-reporting of antigen tests, the actual case numbers may be even higher. Dr. Kleena Nikialik, an infectious disease specialist at St. James's Hospital, told Brendan O'Connor on Radio 1 that it seems as though the government is happy to let the relatively mild Omicron BA2 variant take its course. Let it spread. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems to, to really be where the policy is. I mean, if you look, we're not doing anything about our indoor spaces. Uh, people 
have stopped wearing masks. We're lucky the current variant is much milder, but there's a lot of virus around. Um, so I'm just going to reiterate, if you don't want to get it, wear a mask because it's COVID soup out there. So they come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Will Smith is pulling no punches at the Oscars and tributes to Taylor Hawkins. Right after this. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Sunday saw the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix go ahead despite a missile attack on the kingdom. It was another difficult race for Mercedes with Lewis Hamilton finishing 10th for the first time since 2012. Max Verstappen and the Red Bull claimed the win. There was more international football action over the weekend with Ireland in action against the world number one side Belgium. Stephen Kenny's men battled to a 2 all draw with an 86th minute equaliser. A man of the match, Jose Ogbeni, was delighted with his team's performance. I said before, we're trying to create something special. Um, we, you know, we, we're not accepting defeat anymore. The easiest thing to do is to accept defeat against them, world number ones, and, you know, just just take it as it comes. But, we, you know, we showed character. You've seen us in the last five, ten minutes, how high we were pressing. That takes a lot of energy, but we didn't give up. The 2022 Oscars had a number of firsts. Ariana DeBose became the first openly queer woman of colour and only the second Latina actor to win an acting Oscar, while Troy Kotzer became the first deaf male to win an acting Oscar. Jane Campion became only the third female winner of Best Director and Coda became the first streaming movie to win Best Picture. All of that, however, was overshadowed when Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, who suffers from alopecia. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. You took my name out your mouth. Wow, dude. There was absolute chaos as the US froze the TV picture. Will Smith was comforted by Denzel Washington during the outbreak, and then he went on to win Best Actor for King Richard. Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my all my fellow 
Nominees, art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. It was sad news over the weekend as Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins was found dead in his hotel room in Colombia where the band are as part of their South American tour. He was only 50 years of age and a post-mortem suggested that he had numerous substances in his system. He'd been a Foo Fighter since 1997 and Dave Grohl often described him as his brother. We were like in love with each other. First time we had a beer together, we are like, we're going to be best friends for the rest of our lives. We still really, we're like this. Yeah. There have been tributes from all across the world of rock and roll with Mick Jagger and Ringo Starr to Coldplay and Rage Against the Machine. Queen's Brian May also expressed his sympathies and Taylor was famous for his version of Queen's Somebody to Love where he would take the vocals and Dave Grohl would jump on the drums. Here they are on their final concert in Buenos Aires. Rest in peace Taylor. There's one more person you can't forget ladies and gentlemen edition wherever you're listening do us a favor and hit the follow button we're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m have yourself a great day written produced and published by daft Dogs. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.